Yo, what is going on, Cover 7 family? Welcome back to another episode here on the Cover 7 with Mason Pierce podcast. And guys, in today's episode, I'm super excited to announce that I'm joined by 2023 linebacker Anthony Miles. Anthony, welcome onto the podcast. I'm super excited to have you on today. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me on this podcast. Hey, absolutely. Now, you know, Anthony, before we do start talking about your high school career, recruiting, whatever you might have it, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, where you're from, how you got into football, when you got into football, you know, just some of the little details that we may not know about you. Okay. Uh, well, I'm from originally from Dallas, Texas, and I moved down to Kennedale. That's when I first started playing. I went to Kennedale, and then I moved from Kennedale to Sam Houston, my junior year, when I was at Kennedale, I was playing guard. You know, last year was my first time playing linebacker, so that's kind of uh, a cool thing to know. Nobody really know about it, but oh, I mean, that's like that's just, that's actually kind of interesting though. So you originally were on the old line before you even got put on defense. Yes, sir. <laughs> I've been did... a lineman my whole life except my junior year. Dang. So how kind of how did that trend? like that transition go for you? Because I know obviously it's two different complete sides of the, you know, face of football because one, you're having to block guys like you now, but then on the flip side, now you're having to attack and everything like that. So how did that transition going from guard to linebacker go for you? The transition was actually, it was beneficial because I know different stances and things to look at on defensive side because I played that position. So it kind of helped me. And at the same time, it's new. So it has its pros and cons, but for the most part, I like it. Hey, I got you. I mean, was it kind of a like a decision for you, or was it like a coach's decision just to kind of optimize the talent that you have? I would say a little bit of both. I know the coaches seen something in me that they wanted to try me out at linebacker, and I was like, if I can help the team do it, I'm going to do it. So they put me out there, and hey, I, I did you. good enough to start. So now I'm here. Hey, absolutely, Anthony. And, you know, I kind of want to ask you, so you said you're originally from Dallas. So uh, what part of Dallas were you actually from? I know you said Kennendale, but, you know, when you originally were growing up in Dallas, you know, what part were you from? Oak Cliff. Hey, that's what's – Oak Cliff, Dallas. Hey, that's what's up. You know who Bubba and Big Mike and all them are over there at South yes, Oak Cliff? Hey, those are yes, my dogs, sir. man. I love them boys. Shout out shout out to you, Bubba and Mike. But So that's yeah. cool. So you actually grew up – so did you actually grow up with them and stuff like that? Because I know y'all are in the same class, but – yeah, I didn't really grow up with them too much because I moved when I was young. I was in like sixth grade when I moved. Oh, okay. Down. So I ain't really grew up with them too much. I got you. But I got you. I, I see them around though. I I met them and stuff. They real good people. Hey, absolutely. But no, uh, but Anthony. So you know, this is about you. So let's get back to talking a little bit about you and everything. So yeah. so so if you can remember, when did you actually first start playing football? Was it back in like pee wee days, or did you kind of start late in like middle school or so? I first started playing football. I was probably six years old playing flag. I got you. I got you. And um, I did that for about a year and a half. And then I kind of stopped playing football because I had bad asthma growing up. So I had to get my asthma in, in, um, in control before I could play real football, you know. Yeah. So I started Um, my first time playing football was in fifth grade. I was. 12. Okay, I got you. So so you pretty yes, much had so you pretty much had already, you know, played football. You just due to some medical conditions, you couldn't actually be able to play tackle just yet. Right. 
I got you. And, you know, Anthony, I also want to ask you, too, because this is a huge question that even for because I know I'm guessing, you know, growing up, you watched a lot of college football and NFL, right? Yes, sir. Okay, so I got to ask you, and this is a big question, you know, growing up, obviously you're from Dallas, but what was your favorite college football team, you know, that you liked when you were growing up? My favorite college team is crazy. I really like Oregon, you know. I already know. Oregon. I already know why them uniforms, right? The yeah, uniforms? exactly. <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, I don't know. Did you ever play NCAA fourteen and all those games? Yes, sir. Okay, with Marcus so, Mariota. Hey, yes, sir. So you already, so you already know how the deal is because I mean, I bought every single uniform pack, everything like that. You know, you had to be able to yes, get swagged out. But no, that's cool though. So you grew up like in Oregon, and obviously, you know, since you were on the offense, you know, they had one of the best offenses in college football for a long at for a long time. So yes, sir. But, no, that's cool, though. So you grew up an Oregon fan. You kind of stood out because, you know, especially a lot of people in this area, you've got SMU, Fort Worth – or not Fort Worth, TC, TCU, TCU t- Texas, saying. A&M. But, no, you kind of stood out, so that's cool. But but um, but um, anyway, so if you don't mind, kind of walk us through, you know, when you kind of started to, I guess you could say, fall in love with the game of football a lot more. So I know you said you started playing about in fifth grade, but when did you notice that this was a sport for you going forward? I say – I said my freshman year of high school, it was um <clears throat> my first summer workout, my first high school summer workout. And it's one of those things, those summer workouts really put you through the test. And it was a lot of my teammates, they they was quitting because they wasn't used to it. They was transitioning from junior high to high school. But I couldn't quit. I was like, when we did, it was gases. Oh, we cool. did. Yeah, we had them gases, man. We had to do a lot of them because they weren't making time. So we kept running them and running them. And people started, you know, people started quitting. It got hard. But I was like, I can't quit. They was like, they was letting me know, like, if you quit, there's no coming back. So I got you. So so kind of, you know, once you got through that that trial and tribulation part, you realized that, you know, this was a sport for you. Like, you know, you loved it enough to be able to go through all that and make sacrifices and everything. Yeah, I felt like if I could do that, I could do anything at that point. Hey, absolutely. So, Anthony, you know, if you don't mind, talk to us about your freshman year of high school. So you had, you know, not just moved to Kennendale, but now you're at Kennendale, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, yes, so if you don't mind, kind of walk us through how your freshman year of high school football went. My freshman year was cool. I was um I was on the freshman team for about four games and I got moved up. I got moved up to J V for another two games, played those, and then coach told him he was like he liked how I play, he liked my effort. So he put me on varsity. We was coming to an end of the season. We had one game left, we was going to the playoffs. So I um so he moved me up to varsity. And it was big for me because I wasn't expecting to be on varsity my freshman year. Nobody ever really talked about it. It was only like a couple people here and there that would be on varsity for from a freshman as yeah. a freshman. Yeah, I was gonna so, say that's that's a huge accomplishment though because I don't know I don't I don't know exactly how big Kennedale is, but I know obviously they're not like a small two A three A school where it's a lot easier to get on varsity. Right. So no, that's huge though. So you actually were able to make varsity. You know, in a, in a way, you were able to actually make varsity your freshman year. So how did that kind of help boost you a little bit, you know, kind of some momentum going forward and realizing, okay, shoot, I might actually have a shot at this thing? Yeah, it helped me a lot because once you get put in that that fire, 
and you realize that game speed is a lot different. The tempo is different. At a young age, you see that and you get used to it. And from there, you just excel and get better, focus on your craft. And it just, it helped me a lot too, because it helped me realize that this game is not really, it's not slow at all. You got to go, go, go. Hey, absolutely. So, Anthony, I want to talk to you. So now that you knew that you were pretty much going to be on varsity going forward and everything like that. So in the offseason after your freshman year, what were some things that you did personally, whether it was with academics or in the gym or just on the field? What were some things that you did better to physically and mentally better yourself going into your sophomore year and kind of your first real year of high school football? I said a big thing I did was get in the playbook. I got gotcha. you. Because me, because even as a sophomore, I was still one of the youngest people in my position group to be on varsity. So I felt like it was big on me to get the playbook down so I know exactly what I'm doing, when I'm doing it, so I can play faster and I won't be guessing. You know how you could tell it's like that young dude on the field that don't know what he's doing as much, he guessing and stuff? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I ain't want to be that. I ain't want to say, I ain't want to look like that dude on film. So I had to really get in my playbook and focus on my plays and stuff. I did. I worked out a lot too. I had to make sure that I was up with the upper class and I couldn't be the weakest link because, you know, they say you're only as strong as your weakest link. So I couldn't be the weakest link. So I got in the weight room heavy. I really stressed myself on that. And I'm big on work, outworking everybody. I feel like nobody outworked me. Where I, no matter where I'm at, <clears throat> I'm always work the hardest, and I feel like that's what helped me get to where I'm at right now. Man, but, um, I, I mean, I love to hear that. I mean, because, you know, you're actually the first player so far that's talked to me a lot about, you know, actually diving into the playbook and being better at that and everything like that. I know a lot of the other guys obviously did it, but I'm glad you kind of emphasized being able to do that because, you know, when you do make it to the college level, that's a huge thing you need to do because all the little adjustments and everything like that, you have to know on that spot. So, you know, hey, all kudos to you for being able to realize from especially such a young age at that point that you needed to actually be able to kind of master the playbook that you're given. Yes, sir. So, uh, Anthony, now, you know, we just got we just got done talking about your freshman year and then the offseason going into your sophomore year. So if you don't mind, kind of walk us through how your sophomore year went. The sophomore year was pretty good. We um I never forget my first game, my first regular season game as a starter on varsity. I was the youngest one on the team. We're in the locker room. We getting, you know, music blast and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everybody turning up. I'm in my locker like, ain't, I wouldn't say scared, but nervous. I was real, real nervous. Like, I ain't never been that nervous ever because I'm just like, I can't mess up. I'm on huddle just watching film, stressing, making sure I know everything I know so I don't mess up because I know once I mess up, it's like, I wouldn't say it's over, but like I'm yeah. young, so they they gonna quick to pull the plug, yeah, and and go with somebody that that know what they doing. So I was just stressing. I was in my locker stressing, making sure I knew what I was doing, making sure everything was right. I got you, and Anthony. If you don't mind, how did that? How did your first game go? Because obviously, you know, like you said, you were stressing heavily about it. So how do you feel like you actually played in that game? I think I played real good. Like I I really I shocked myself looking back at it. And, um, yeah, I shocked myself, and it was crazy because we had – the game, we won by a field goal. The game-winning field goal. It oh, was 19-20. Okay. We was down. And we won. We had drove the field. We drove the field. We was backed up at hour 20. We drove it down. 
kick the field goal, clock expires, we win the game. We was going against Sunnyvale, I'll never forget. We was going against Sunnyvale High School. And yeah. we won by a field goal. It's crazy. And now that's cool though. And I mean your first real game is being a starter on varsity and you were able to do that. So that had to have felt really good for you. So so you know, kind of going through the rest of your sophomore season, do you feel like that game gave you a lot like a lot better momentum and a lot more confidence boost knowing that, hey, you know, I you know, actually wasn't as bad as I thought it was, and that you kind of could just keep building off of that success from that first game? Yes, yeah, sir. That helped a lot. Cause after that, I was I realized like it's it's really like practice, like the way we practice, we really practice game situations. So it's like it was really big on on like practice. Cause they tell me all the time, you practice how you play. I used to think, nah, me being young, I used to be like, nah, the game way different from practice. But being in that situation, I realized how important practice really is. So that helped me a lot. It helped me take the little things more serious. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, so Anthony, if you don't mind, uh, so up to this point, and I kind of just want to ask you this after every single year, after we talk about your sophomore year, so had you started to, like, receive any type of, like, college interest, whether it was from, like, D3, D2, D1? You know, were you receiving any type of interest up to this point? I would say yes. I I probably receiving a pretty good interest from different schools, different levels. But um, up to this point, yes, sir, I have. Okay, well, that's good. Hey, hey, I love to hear that, especially, you know, you just were a sophomore, too. So, I mean, that obviously had to felt pretty good for you, knowing that, hey, you're starting to finally get recognized a little bit for all the work that you did put in. So, so now that you're going into your junior season, you know, so, you know, you just transferred from uh, Kennendale to Sam Houston, correct? Yes, sir. Okay. So how did that transition kind of go? Because, you know, Sam Houston, they're definitely in a huge, and I mean, huge football area with schools like Arlington, Martin, you got all these other schools in Arlington that are pretty solid. So kind of how did that transition go from, from moving from Kennendale over to uh, Sam Houston? That transition was new. It was two different, two totally different environments. Really, like especially football wise, like you said, we playing big teams like Martin Bowie, playing teams like that. It was it was new, but I knew I could do it though. It was no doubt that I couldn't do it. But and then playing a new position, it was it was different. But looking back at it, it was fun. I'm glad I did it. Absolutely, and I and I completely forgot this was your first year actually playing on the defensive side of the football. Yes, sir. So, so now that you know, now that you're at Sam Houston, you have a whole new, you know, whole new team, whole new, you know, set of brothers, everything like that. Who was kind of the first, I guess you could say, first couple guys that that kind of welcomed you into Sam Houston and kind of took you under their wing, or you know, it may have been vice versa. But who did you kind of build bonds with close when you first got to Sam Houston? When I first got to Sam Houston. The first, the first guy that said anything to me was uh Justin Tone. He was class of 2022. He played quarterback for us. He uh committed to Texas a and Commerce. Okay, yeah, yes, sir. He was big. He helped me a lot. He took me under his wing. He worked. He was one of the um one of the strongest people, you know. He um I worked out with him. He pushed me. I pushed him, and we really built that bond. And as a quarterback, I feel like he didn't have to do that when he a senior. He see, I knew he could have just, he could have just let me out, let me try to figure things out on my own. But he helped me. And um, another dude, uh, Lafayette Caillou, TCU commit. Yes, sir. Hey, I've 
me me and Lafayette, I'm not gonna say we're close, close, but I definitely, you know, definitely working with TCU and everything. I've got I've started to kind of build a bond with him. So I mean that's I mean that's that's amazing to hear. You know, shout out to Justin, most importantly, for definitely taking you under his wing because for you, I know it's a, an environment you're not used to at all. So it kind of definitely yeah. took some time getting adjusted. So but that's cool though that some of the biggest guys on the team, they took you under their wing rather than kind of just pushing you to the side like you're just, you know just some random right. kid, you know what I mean? So that's cool though. And, you know, Lafayette, obviously he's kind of the big name kid, so to speak for Sam Houston and everything like that, but he's definitely one of the more humble kids. I've, I mean, I've definitely been able to tell that like, you know, he's not going to be the type to start chirping and anything like that. You know, he's definitely a lot humble and I can see a lot of that in you too, Anthony, you know, you're not one of those that's going to just, I don't know, like, you know, some, you know, some kids nowadays definitely with like social media and everything like that. They just feel the need to like absolutely go off. You know, yeah. y'all definitely are a lot more humble, and I respect y'all a lot for that. Yeah, so I really – Lafayette really helped me with that too, you know. I can – like, I knew of Lafayette because he was a big name before I got to Sam Houston. But um, and I, I thought he was going to be that dude to be flashy. He, one, he the biggest dude on the team. He got all the offers and stuff. I thought he was going to be flashy and stuff. He came to me, and he let me know, like, you can have this too. Just work and work and work. And he just kept me under his wing and helped me a lot. And I appreciate him for that. That's my brother, man. Hey, absolutely. I love to hear that, Anthony. So, so you know, now that you're at Sam Houston and you're going into the first game of the season, you know, how are you feeling now that you're with this new team, new position, most importantly? You know, what were some expectations that you had for your junior season of high school football? My expect <clears throat> my expectations were just just do my job first. Do my job and, and the rest to take care of yourself. Again, once I was big on the playbook, making sure I knew the plays, because once again, I'm in a new environment. I got to know what I'm doing. And um, not to toot my own horn, but I did come in there and started over some seniors. So hey, That's huge, though. That's huge, though. I mean, congrats for that. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. It was big. I had to make sure I was on my P's and Q's, because this 6A football in Texas, it don't get no bigger than that. Oh, yeah. No, so it I I don't think people really understand though how big <laughs> high school football is in Texas, especially six A. I mean, you're playing at you're playing at professional stadiums and you almost have twenty thousand people, so it ain't no joke. But you no, know, it's good to hear though that your your transition went really smooth. And you know, now that now that you look back at your junior season, how do you feel like you you overall performed, whether it was in the classroom and on the field throughout your junior season? I feel like I performed well. You know, I would say I wouldn't say great. But for the first, for my first time playing that position, I feel like I did really well. And classroom-wise, I know I did good. I feel like things could have been better, but overall, I think I did good. I'm uh, averaging out a 3.6 GPA coming out of my junior year. So I feel like that's good. Hey, congrats. Hey, that's, that's huge, though, because obviously academics is just as important as football, especially when it comes to getting into colleges and everything like that. So, But I was good for you. I'm glad to hear that. And you know, Anthony, so like like we like I asked you about the end of your sophomore year. So now that you're at the end of your junior your junior year, you know, what other what were some schools that were kind of reaching out to you, showing some interest to you after your junior season? Some schools, um <clears throat> Louisiana Monroe was one of them, UTSA, uh Eastern New Mexico. That's a smaller school, but uh Coach Jamal Lewis, I appreciate him. He reached out. Uh, TCU reached out as well. Hey, hey, I love to hear it. I love to hear it. Hey, I'm telling you, you always be welcome in, in Fort Worth. I'm telling you, but but no, it's cool though. That you you're starting to finally get some more recognition. You know, 
nothing's wrong with ULM or, or UTSA. Those are some solid group of five schools, especially. And then, you know, you got TCU kind of reaching out to you. So how did you feel when you kind of had a big time program like TCU reach out to you and tell you that they're interested in you? It was big because, like, my freshman, like, uh, rewinding back to my freshman year, I never thought <clears throat> that I would be in a position I'm in right now. Like, I thought I would be alignment my whole life, probably have to go to a smaller school and work my way up, you know? Yeah. And just seeing that, seeing big schools reach out is like, it's an eye-opener. Like, I know I can do it. I always knew I could do it, but you know, it's that that little doubt that you have. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, once that once they reached out, it's just like, I know I can do it. I just got to keep going. I can't stop. Absolutely, absolutely, Anthony. I mean, you. I mean, biggest thing I can tell you personally is just keep your head down, keep working, do what you did from your freshman year on, because, you know, the work you put in will eventually show. I mean, it may not show obviously in that moment, but you know, months and months later down the later down your road, it'll. I mean, people will start to recognize you for what you did. And you know, another thing I do want to ask you is also, you know, on your Instagram, you got some pretty cool recruiting pictures and everything like that. So I got to ask you, you know. How how was it like going to like Texas, LSU, TCU, and you know being able to kind of you know just visit the campuses and everything like that? Like how how was that experience for you personally? That experience was good. It was very big for me. Like in the TCU, mm -hmm. that was my first time ever stepping a foot on a college campus. I ain't never stepped on a college campus in my life, so it was big seeing that, seeing all the accomplishments they got, the championships and everything. It was big. <clears throat> and I really enjoyed it. I really appreciate Coach Dyke for having us on that visit. Hey, and, I got um, you. I got it, but I got it. Oh, my bad. No, you're good. I was just saying, it just really put that that light at the end of the tunnel for me. Like, this, I could live this life every day. I just hey. got to keep working, and it's going to happen. And, I mean, obviously Lafayette, you know, he's committed to TCU. Maybe we could see a dual package potentially coming to Fort Worth next year. I mean – I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to jump Possibly. the gun. You know, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, that's cool. I'm glad that TCU was the first school you're able to go to because it's not obviously it's not like the UTs or anything like that are ginormous, but it feels a lot like more like a home environment. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. you're not you're not blown away by just crazy amounts of this and that, that and this. You know, like you might get from UT or some of these other bigger programs, but. You know, what were some of your favorite parts of your TCU visit? I got to ask because there's a lot of really cool parts about the Carter and the facilities and everything like that. So for you personally, what were some of your favorite parts about visiting TCU? I think the best part was, one, the weight room. Weight room was crazy. It, no, right. it definitely is. Yeah, then seeing the um the leaderboard on it. I took a picture of the leaderboard, actually. That's kind of what keep me motivated. I see, like, the linebackers at TCU, they – benching 450 squatting 700 you know and it's just it pushes me I look at that I try to look at it every day and it just pushes me that's one of the big things that I like another thing I like is that um I really like the outdoor field how it's grass with the drain under it so it don't get too soggy when it rains <clears throat> and if it real it feels good on your feet I like grass like that I'm not gonna lie to you. When I was a lot younger, I thought turf was like the greatest thing since like sliced bread almost. But then, you know, once you start playing football, you start to realize that you know grass is a little bit better than when it comes to turf, just due to the sheer fact of how hot it gets. Number one, because we are in Texas, 
I mean, it gets right. way too dang hot. And then, two, just the burns and everything that comes with turf. But, but yeah. yeah, no, TCU's got, honestly, in my opinion, one of the more underrated training facilities, practice fields, everything like that. So, but um, also, if you don't mind, talk to us a little bit about going and visiting Texas and LSU. Texas was real cool. It was a good environment. They, um, like you said, it's more big. Like, going to Austin is real big. A lot of building cities. And everything. It was big. It was nice though. What I like most about Texas is the um I would say the locker room. I like how they locker room set up and how big it is. But yeah, I got you, yeah. Um LSU was nice. LSU was the first time I've been out of out of state. Like I never been outside of Texas until we went to LSU in July. So that was big for me going to Louisiana, seeing a whole new state. Hey, but, hey, that's um, cool. Though. I mean, being in Baton Rouge is definitely special, though. I mean, obviously the traditions right. and everything that LSU's got. So, but it's cool though that you're finally able to kind of, you know, dip your toes into the water when it comes to all these college football programs. So, how did how did going to all these different colleges and everything like that? How did that boost you, you know, personally? Now that you're going into your senior year and realizing, hey, this is my last year. You know, I want to work even harder to be able to get to this point. So. So what were some things that you did in order to be able to achieve those dreams that you set years and years ago? Some things I really took from it is like those players that play there, they was once in my shoes in some way. They all played high school football just like I did. And I feel like you just can't be outworked. That's one of the big things I, I really pride myself on is not being outworked. Hey, I got you. I got you. So – so uh, anyway, Anthony, so, you know, I know your season is not over yet, but obviously, you know, it's not the best start that you could have imagined. But personally for you, you know, how do you feel like you've played so far in your senior season? Like, do you feel like you've achieved all the like, I don't want to say goals, but some of the things that you set for yourself at the beginning of the year? Yes, sir. I feel like um, I feel like I did. I'm doing pretty good. I'm playing a lot faster. I'm getting a grasp of the game. My instincts is coming in faster. And um we just gotta get this stuff rolling, man. We're gonna get you um gonna get back to practice, get back to work, you know, fix the things we need to fix and start winning. Hey, absolutely. Now, Anthony, you know, before we do wrap things up, I just want to ask you just a few more questions, you know, kind of some more personal ones, but fun at the same time. But the first one I want to ask you is is whether it's past president, college football, or NFL, what player do you feel like your play style resembles the most and why? I feel like that's a good question. <clears throat> I feel like the player I most resemble is a, I'll say Khalil Mack. Okay. When it comes to like, when it comes to pass rush, I like Khalil Mack because I can really go from power to speed and speed to power when it comes to my pass rush. But as far as like box play, I feel like um, I would say. That's a good question. Never thought of <laughs> hey, that. But, hey, but, good... but I mean, hey, I mean, if you, even if you want to settle with Kalua Mack, I know he's not the best drop back, you know, linebacker because he's more of an edge rusher. But even then, I mean, he's still one of the most deadly edge rushers in all the NFL. So that's a pretty good comparison, in my opinion. Yes, sir. But uh, but anyway, the next question I want to ask you is, and this is going to be the biggest question so far. So um, so right before you're about to head out of the locker room, about to head into the tunnel. But before that, while you're sitting in your locker, just absolutely blaring music in your headphones airpods whatever you've got on at that moment 
you know, what is your go-to pregame hype song and why? That's a good question. Okay, my pregame hype song. I listen to a lot. Like I don't even got just one really. Hey, you can hey, you could you can you can name a few. I mean, hey, just kind of like playlist, whatever you've got, artists, just name it to me. Name it to me. I got you. I say one. Young mm. Nudie, Project X. Okay, yeah. That's one of the good ones. Um Raw Wave, yes, sir. Yeah, hey, absolutely. Um another one. Probably be that uh Chief Keith earned it hey okay so you got so you got some of the more uh some some of the more underrated guys i got you i respect that i mean i know chief keith's not like underrated but you know definitely it's kind of died down a little bit the past few years but no, hey, that's cool though i'm glad you didn't say dreams and nightmares like everyone else has for the past <laughs> 500 times <laughs> nothing nothing against meek man that song is goaded but you know we gotta get a little bit more diversity when it comes to music taste but but no uh, anthony i really had fun today interviewing I mean, this was probably one of my favorites so far. And for everybody out there that, that was listening to today's episode, make sure to go show my guy Anthony some love. I'm going to leave all of his links, socials, everything like that. I'm going to leave them all down in the description of today's episode. So make sure to go show him some love. Anthony, I'm super excited to look forward to the rest of the season and potentially where you end up playing your college football at. Yes, sir. I appreciate you for having me. I had a great time. Hey, absolutely.